Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast, your home for the most important Bears offseason in history. Let's make it dramatic. I, it's, we don't even have to make it dramatic. It is dramatic. You are speaking the truth, my young son, Adam Hogue. It's, it's very What? Dramatic. Did you just call me your son? I am That's your daddy. Not. We do have that soundbite. Hogue uh, is my daddy. Yeah. Well, you, you are my daddy, but you're also my son. The amount of wisdom that I provide you on a daily basis is underrated and should be underlined. More on this program. That was weird. Hey, uh, if you're a CHGO diehard, <laughs> got a lot for you, uh, including my Bears Things newsletter out this morning on Caleb Williams. Uh, appreciate some of the feedback I've gotten on that. And, of course, our Discord is on fire this week. We got the new voice chat ability and uh, had a bunch of guys hanging out. Um, and guys, I was there last guys night. Guys and girls hanging out last night. Dr. Bunny. Shout out to Dr. Bunny. She's a straight regular and knows more football than... All Probably, of us combined. I don't know, 99.9% yeah. of football fans? Let's go with that. Um, also want to give a shout-out to our new diehards this week. Diehards have been on fire. Uh, Bear Down Omaha. Yes, let's David, go. Scott, Robert, our guy Garode, sign up. That's huge. I've been waiting for Garode. I know. What, what's taking so long? But we appreciate it. Brent, Gene, Dan, Adam, and Ray Ray. Uh, all welcome to the CSGO Diehard family. We greatly, greatly appreciate you. Um, yes, it's Adam Hogan, Mark Carmen, with you today on CHGO Bears. If you're wondering where Greg Rags Jr. is, um, well, you know, he apparently is unable to uh, podcast because of uh, this <laughs> that you see on your screen. If you're watching on YouTube, he is missing. I'm not even going to call it a tooth. It's not a tooth. It's a crown. Guy lost a crown playing basketball and apparently is out for the year. Uh, I, um, I I've never like to, been. I'd uh, like I, to hear the whistle, though. If there's a whistle, you know how that happens? Oh, uh, like yeah, to, when uh, you have a little. Like to, to Job on Arrested Development. That's, I mean, you don't see Michael Strahan taking off shows. Guy's on every show possible. Listen, I don't want to go at one of our great teammates, but. Yes, you do. I've never been more embarrassed by a teammate in my life. The dude loses a crown to his tooth. He puts in our Slack channel that something terrible has happened. Yeah. And he oh, that was a problem. I was scared. I was nervous. I thought, like, is, is something going right. on with We wife, all thought child. somebody died. Yeah, I was worried about it, it was like, we have, a, we have an emergency. Something came up. Don't know if I can do Bears After Dark or the show tomorrow. So, of course, I think we all probably texted him. Hey, is everything okay? Calls me. I was playing basketball, I got elbowed in the face, and I lost a tooth. What was your face doing there? Uh, look, turns is, out it wasn't even a tooth. So we're officially at, well, two shows that he has now missed. He missed <laughs> After Dark last night. Mm -hmm. This show today, supposedly he's visiting a dentist right now. I, I will say, I, I understand him missing this show right now. He is. He, I would want to get that fixed if I were him, and if the appointment was Dis disagree this morning, <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay with that. I have no idea why Bears After Dark had to be canceled last night, and I imagine the conversation to him um, telling an NFL football player that he no longer could do the show um, because his tooth got knocked out. Um, I'm sure that went over very well, and Corey Wooten definitely did not laugh at him at all. Well. And, I mean, he, he gets some level of credit for being in the Discord last night and hanging out. But he was hanging out in the Discord. You couldn't do a show? 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, if That's I'm upper management, I'm I'm long considering this I man's employment. His caricature. His caricature has been updated. Yeah. 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 yeah, this is big. We we've updated. Can we make that the permanent one now? That is now. I don't it's, care if it gets fixed or it's already fixed this morning. That is now his permanent. Oh, it's definitely been saved. Avatar on CHGO. I mean, nobody does more around here than Braggs. The man literally wears a thousand hats. But I, I would consider, you know, a, a, at least a two-week suspension. I know a lot of people have to pick up the slack for him. But this is, you know, you can't make it for two days. We're going to suspend you two weeks to make you think about your life and how you left at the Carm and at Adam Hogue just to fend for themselves out here in No Man's Land and Bears podcast. I mean, this is a, this is a thing. Yeah. Herb, uh, Herb Howard jumping in. I could have came running out of the bullpen full row of teeth ready to go you know herb i'm not gonna lie uh we had a discussion here about 15 minutes ago that basically went like why the hell didn't i text herb this morning and i don't know i don't have a good answer that's a loaf by me i heard a bad job by me i said at 11:42 he could make it but you know we didn't want to that that just that's not showing herb howard the respect that he deserves right so it should have been a 5 p.m text last night is what that's a bad that's you know that's on leader hogue that's i'm 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 clearly just taking myself out of any responsibility ever just gonna hang we know that (laughs) (laughs) hey where's poppy i i could have brought poppy back today but i i didn't want to over i didn't want to over poppy everybody so maybe i'll bring her tomorrow if you guys are really i didn't even realize poppy was here yesterday that's how well behaved poppy was poppy had a big day poppy poppy yeah, well, Sarah did a great job yeah. with her because, you know. I tried to tell James he was supposed to watch the dog. He played. Oh, James did a great job, too. Time. He was awesome. He helped me turn on lights and stuff. Yeah. He was great. All right, can uh, we? Let's yeah. go. Uh, yeah. Enough with Braggs and the dog. Um, what do you got? So Hold the your... Bears interviewed Greg Roman. By the way, Nicholas Moriano joining us here in about 13 minutes or so. We're going to talk OC candidates. He's been crushing it all CHGO this week, writing up um, and getting the, uh, the website coverage down on these OC candidates but Greg Roman interviewing with the Bears um, and this news was immediately met with a tweet by Des Bryant (laughs) who said every wide receiver on the offense better ask for a trade I warned you okay so that's good now the last time we heard from him he was saying horrible things about Malik Andrews so I don't really give a shit about what Des Bryant says but well yeah I mean, I still think it's relevant to bring yeah. up Robert Singleton, four ninety nine. If they hire a new OC and right away he gives the playbook to Justin Fields and they move on from JF one, would they have to change the verbiage? Oh, I see what you're saying. The, so, Robert, to your point, they got to get that in line. This when they're making this OCR, I know that they're going to be asking questions like, "What would you do with this quarterback? What would you do with that quarterback?" Yeah. But before anything gets implemented, you would think that. Whatever they're going to do, you're going to know who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give Justin Fields a playbook until it's that's be all a, sorted out. It's going to be a minute here. Yeah, I, I think it, it, that's how that's going to work. Um, but that's a good question. Uh, Alex, $2 Super Chat. Roman only makes sense if we keep Justin. I agree. So here's where I'm going to jump in on this. Because um, I don't even agree with that. Mm, it makes more sense. But go ahead. Well, I do agree with the premise that... If you're hiring Greg Roman, it's most likely to stick with Justin Fields because I don't, I don't like the idea of Greg Roman working with Caleb Williams or anybody else. I like the other candidates a lot more who I think fit what Ryan Pulse talked about last week, which was we want to hire an OC that is versatile and can work with multiple. 
quarterbacks. Um, I mean, Greg Roman seems like a straight Justin Fields hire. But here's why I don't even like him for Justin Fields. Okay. How does that fix Justin Fields the passer? Right. It just leans in more to Justin Fields the runner, which you can make an argument wouldn't be the worst thing from a production standpoint. But that doesn't fix. We already know Justin can do that. You're you're well. You're you're leaning on 36 touchdowns and six interceptions and an MVP year for for Lamar in 2019, and you're basically hoping that he's going to recreate that. He did throw for 3,200 plus yards, so I, I do think there is. But the reason they moved on from him is because the passing game I, I went into the tank, and that's never been Greg the Greg Roman strength. The Greg Roman strength is we're going to run the football. The Bears already do that. The Bears have already kind of had Greg Roman here. They don't need Greg Roman doesn't fix anything that they need to have fixed right now. I, I think it, I, I 98% agree with you, but I also think that they look at it like it would enhance what they're doing now. It would take what they're doing now and supersize it. Well, you it, it would. Those times where you look at the film are like, why don't they just run Justin Fields more? It would fix that. But that doesn't fix what needs to be fixed with Justin Fields. Brandon Halford, $5. Greg Roman would be the most Bears thing ever. Matt Canada is available too. Let's go after all the fired, terrible OCs on the open market. Wow. A lot of people bringing up Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson, they got rid of Greg Roman. They hired Todd Monken. Better passer. More explosive in the passing game. MVP again. I That's all fair. I also like to bring Alex Smith into this conversation. Now we're getting into an interesting zone. Go ahead. Because Greg Roman was Jim Harbaugh's OC in San Francisco where they had Alex Smith. They moved on from Alex Smith to go to Colin Kaepernick to do more of the quarterback run game. It was great. It worked. But what happened to Alex Smith? Alex Smith goes to Kansas City, becomes a better passer. Right. Right. So I, I don't – like when I think of Alex Smith's career when he was at his best as a quarterback, it was once he got to Kansas City – and got away from Greg Roman. So I don't like Greg Roman, especially if it's Caleb Williams. And I don't love the idea of Greg Roman, quote unquote, making Justin Fields better or fixing Justin Fields. I, I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't like anything about the hire. Well, well and I don't think they're going to hire him either. But I understand why they interviewed him. So that that's my, look, you, you have a list of five. I think meeting with Greg made sense just for the sheer fact of what do you see that we're doing that you like and what do you think that we could do better considering that you had a quarterback who had a similar skill set. What what, where, where are we missing? What have we not done? Even what, as you're making your Justin Fields evaluation here and just to even, you know, I, I don't they're still doing that I assume they are deciding whether or not to move forward so just just having that conversation I think is worthwhile but then you look at the rest of the names the Clint Kubiak's the Shane Waldron's and I gotta tell you Greg Olson's an interesting name to me um if you look at I mean he has taken some really questionable quarterbacks and they have had great seasons with him so he's not my favorite on the list but I don't I don't think they're wrong to talk to him that's my take hardcore carm Greg Roman, it's fine to talk to him. Don't hire him. Well, I, I, I yeah, and I, I think talking to as many candidates as possible and hearing their ideas. I mean, if nothing else, maybe you just take Greg Roman's ideas for Justin Fields, the runner, and then stealth polls, man, king polls. Yeah. Let's see what let's see what you say. This is totally up your alley, yeah. man. You should know what's up. And that's what Alex is saying here. Alex Amerling, two dollars super chat. Honestly, I think Roman is a due diligence thing. I hope so, and I think that's probably the case. Yeah, 
Do you have a favorite right now? I think it's probably Shane Waldron. Okay. Um, like the lineage, like the tree. You love the McVay part of it. Like you, lo- you like the Belichick. Like part the of play it. calling, experience. I think the reason why I give him a slight nod over Clint Kubiak is just because he has more play calling experience. Uh, Matt W here, four ninety nine super chat. Shane Waldron is the best candidate for the Bears. He checks off all the boxes. Experienced play caller, McVay tree, excellent quarterbacks coach. Um, so it's that experience factor that really sells me. I really like the idea of Clint Kubiak too. The only thing I balk at just a tiny bit is he he only did call plays a one year in Minnesota, but. We're seeing these Shanahan guys. Yep. Like, you know, he went to the school of Shanahan for a year here in in, in in San Francisco, and they're still in the playoffs. And, you know, he can take his experience calling plays, go see what Kyle Shanahan's doing for a year. That's a hell of an internship, a paid internship, paid right. well internship, and come back now to Chicago perhaps with Caleb Williams – throwing the ball so to me it's like 1a 1b there between Waldron and Clint Kubiak I like I like those I like both of those hires if if that's on the table so look I'm looking for somebody who took young quarterbacks right and Kubiak gets a ton of credit for what he's done with Brock Purdy how much of that is completely deserved I don't know like it and this is I'm sure I'm not saying it isn't but like I would just the sample size is not as large, and that's fine. Um, young guy coming in here, you're you're making a big bet that this guy's the next big thing, and mm. you know maybe he's your you know at some point he he could potentially be your head coach if we're getting it all you know down the road here. But the Olsen thing, he's he's 60 years old, which is you know not necessarily ideal. But if you go back through it. What he, who he's worked with. He had my guy, young Derek Carr in 2014, got him to 3,270 yards, 21 touchdowns in his, in his rookie campaign. He worked in 2006. He was with the St. Louis Rams at the time. He had Mark Bolger be a 4,000-yard passer, and he had Steven Jackson be a 1,500-yard rusher. I know that was like, that's light years away. He took Josh Freeman – with the Bucks, mm-hmm. Josh Damas Freeman, first round pick, and he got him to you know, th- averaging three thousand yards a season, fifty one touchdowns. He got Blake Bortles to a career high. Bortles. Four, he got Blake Bortles to forty four hundred and twenty eight yards and fi- thirty five touchdowns in his second NFL year. I mean, that's impressive. Well, how about the idea of hiring them together? He he seems like a yeah. he seems like a good quarterbacks coach. What, which that doesn't is, make him a good OC. Which, which and, is, and so if you can get Waldron and Olsen together, we'll sign up for that. Okay, I you. I mean, yeah, they, I'm not going to push back everyone. on that. They need a QB coach. Um. So, I'm just I'm just looking at who he's been around and what he's done. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Sam Jones is uh, for two bucks saying, uh, "Can we take a look at the QB coach under Slowick? That's Gerard Johnson." Oh, the f- the longtime quarterback. Yeah, played for everybody. I believe he's uh, four years in- as a coach. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I haven't heard a lot of the, of that name, but sure. I mean, makes sense to me. Um, you mean, know, and the other thing with Kubiak, 
I mean, I don't like that. I'm sorry, I don't like the idea of hiring a 60. If he, if 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 Greg Olson wants to be the quarterbacks coach, fine. But a 60 year old coming in I, as the I, OC I, right now, but he's going to partner perfectly with Phil Snow. He's going to be great with 61 year old looking at Matt Eberflus. <laughs> We're just going to be the still working. Getting the job done. I, mean, I was watching uh, the Manning Bears. cast. Did you, you guys watch the Manning cast at all last night? I did not, actually. actually. Well, they had Bruce Arians on, and they were yeah. talking about him with Peyton when he was a rookie, and, and he had Tom Moore, who's, like, still with the Bucks now, and he's, like, 80 or something. Hmm. But it was, you know, he, it was Arians and Moore. So I, I kind of don't mind as a I mean, QB coach scenario. If we're going down old coaches uh, – I like I just like looking at a good season, guys. But it's 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 a little more exciting when you get the young dude. I'll, I get it. Well, look, sometimes Kubiak, the sages. I like a good sage every now and then. You know the parallels here with Clint Kubiak though and Kyle Shanahan, both coming from I got it. You know, longtime head coaches in the league. Cole Komet, who would you like to play for if you weren't a Bear? You know, obviously doesn't want to. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, that system. Yeah. Yep, no, I got it. And you got this, you know, he's still 36. He's got some play calling experience. Now he goes out to San Francisco, sees everything they're doing with Brock Purdy. As the seasoned guy on the show, I, I can't be an ageist. I got to, I got to, you know, I got to, I got to remind people that Vic Fangio was the best defensive coordinator we have had here in a minute, and he wasn't young. 60's nothing, man. Dude's still hitting the tennis ball like a, like a monster. Unlike yours truly, who blew a. Incredibly tough loss last night, which has been nauseating. Up 8-6 in the third set. Lost the final four points to lose a match 10-8. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, at least you didn't lose, uh, a, at least you didn't lose a tooth. And, but, you know, I'm super sore as hell, and I'm here. <laughs> this guy's probably sitting at home drinking Pepsi Zeros and smoking weed and thinking, this is a great day. I don't even buy that he's at the dentist. How's that? Yeah. He doesn't do that anymore. The weed part. At least I don't know. Well, I don't I mean, know what he does, actually. He says he doesn't, but I don't know. All right. Um, we're going to bring in Nicholas Moriano in a minute. But first, want to make sure you are up to speed on everything going on with Circus Sports. We love Circus Sports because they have tight money lines, splits, their low hold model. They have their games that strive to be at minus 110. Instead of minus 115 or minus 120, what does that mean? Well, they're just taking less of your money off the top. Circus Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets, especially compared to other books. They have high app limits. They're transparent about everything. Circus Sports does not limit players based on their winnings, and they encourage bettors to go ahead, download the competitors, download those apps, check out their odds. You're going to see after you compare the lines that Circus got the best lines possible. Their customer service is top-notch. They have real people behind the scenes that resolve issues in a timely fashion. Unlike the other books that use those chatbots, download the Circus Sports Illinois app. Again, that's the Circus Sports Illinois app at circusportscom slash Illinois-app. Circusportscom slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a gambling or may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Nicholas Moriano coming up in a minute, but first, Empire Today. You're going to get the shop at home convenience, the right product 
for your needs with a quick and professional installation. Look, if you're if you've been sitting on getting your flooring done, now's the time to do it. $350 off new floors, empiretoday.com forward slash CHGO. Use us to make your flooring world better. And look, the Empire does it the way I would like to shop. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. Well, you can have this and you can... No, 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 no. Let, let's just get down. You're, you don't, you're not an expert. I'm not an expert. That's why they're there. Uh, what they have out of their selection is important as what they put in. So the product team is exhaustively combing through thousands of product samples each year to find the perfect styles. You use their virtual floor designer. It's a great way to see how the floor is going to look in any space. It's easy. You snap a picture and instantly see how the floor is going to look in your room. They really make this simple for you. So don't go to some big box store. It can be super frustrating. Empire today, they pride themselves on their convenient shop-at-home service. They help customers shop for floors where they use their floors so they can see exactly what new floors will look like in their homes, lighting and decor, make an informed decision. This is what you do. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners, $350 off the discount when they use the promo code CHGO. See empiretoday.com forward slash CHGO for details. A uh, small bit of news here coming out. Cat uh, Terrell tweeting that the Saints are parting ways with longtime offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael. Carmichael. Uh, he's been there forever. Uh, not necessarily sure if that's a fit for the Bears, but another name out there as a free agent. Uh, time now for us to bring in Nicholas Moriano, who's been working hard behind the scenes on some of these OC candidates. You can follow him on Twitter at Nicholas Moriano. You can read him at allchgo.com, and he has a story up right now on Shane Waldron, the Seahawks OC, looked at some plays um, that might be relevant to the Bears. Nick, what did you learn in your research on Shane Waldron? Yeah, so first off, I think he's my favorite candidate as of right now for the five that the Bears have requested to interview, but obviously comes from that McVay coaching tree like you guys were just talking about, but the game that I went back and watched was their matchup with the Dallas Cowboys at AT&T stadium. It was a 41 to 35 loss from this last season. But in that game, I just really liked how Shane Waldron utilized all the playmakers available. Obviously they have DK Metcalf, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tyler Lockett. And throughout the entirety of that game, all those guys were at one point, the first read on a specific play. And you saw Geno Smith just distributing the football to any one of those guys at any given moment. So I think when you're looking at what Shane Waldron could bring, if he was the Bears OC, you're going to get a guy that's not really synced into only using one guy in his offense. He can use multiple guys if he has them, uses motion to set guys up, just giving advantages to his offensive players. And I think if Luke Getze did more of that more consistently, he'd still be here, but he clearly didn't. So that's what I really liked about Shane Waldron. But like you just said, Adam, you can go read more about that and I'll see HGO.com. But he definitely is a guy that if you give him weapons, he's going to find the best way to maximize the talent that he has around him. Nick, what was your reasoning in picking the Cowboys game? It was just their best offensive performance against a really good defense. So just kind of looking back at all of the, the games that the Seahawks have played under Geno Smith, they just put up they they put up 35 points and were in a shootout consistently against you know a good defense and we also saw that that type of offensive scheme plan or that offensive scheme obviously what um what uh 
Waldron comes from McVeigh, and you see what Matt Lafleur also comes from, and that that type of offense, like it puts up points, and it did so against the the Dallas Cowboys. So it's just a good indication of what it could look like when it's maximized to its full potential. It's always interesting to see how some of these coaching things play out. So you're saying Shane Waldron out coach Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn may end up being the head coach in Seattle while Shane Waldron's out. When Dan Quinn just got, how many did the Packers put up on on his defense the other day? Four thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike McCarthy, who was the head coach over Dan Quinn, might be out there while his DC go gets hired somewhere else. I, it's wild. It's a wild world out there. You gotta have friends, baby. <laughs> the network's gonna spin. Where are you gonna land? Yep. Um, Jason Stevens, five dollars super chat. Would it make sense for Poles to consider hiring an OC who has a head coach? interim qualities in case flus flops at the beginning of 2024 then you can pivot quickly nick just froze twice the first one was him just in a peaceful yoga like stance uh yoga like space i should say that was that was adorable now he's back okay sorry continue on ho go Uh, ahead uh, yeah i don't know what um, thanks for answering the question there, Carm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) maybe nick can answer yeah i don't know nick do you have a thought on that yeah, so I was, uh, I mean, when I was looking at potential, when I, before all these names came out, I, that was something I was considering. But, I mean, you're, you're doing that in the, the worst case scenario, right? And I don't know if the Bears are necessarily thinking along those lines when they're looking to, to hire these offense queries. Oh, in case, you know, Matt Eberflus, you know, shits the bag, so to speak. We have this guy who can come up and take over. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a per, it's a plus, but I don't know if they're really thinking that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think Flus is going anywhere. I too. That's, that's that clearly is it the plan. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, it, if... If you're thinking that way already, you should have fired him last week. Yes, mm-hmm. e- even if it would have been uncomfortable. Yeah. Hey, hey Nick, uh, I'm, you, know, you, you went through a bunch of plays here. How creative would you say they were as far as using different personnel? Yeah, I mean, you saw everything. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of 11 personnel. That's what everyone in the NFL runs. But one of his most creative plays was where he came out after – the Cowboys had a turnover on downs. The first play he comes out with is 13 personnel, three tight ends on first down. You're thinking, I, you're thinking as a defense, they're about to run the ball down down their throat. First play, it's a it's a pass to Noah Fan and a nice overall for a 25 yard gain. So you're seeing the way that Shane Waldron's thinking, even though he has DK Metcalf, Tyler Lock, Tyler Lockett, Jack Smith, and Jigba. He just went in 13 personnel and passes to Noah Fan on a first and 10 play. So there is some variation and. You know, there are a couple of plays where they had some two-by-two two sets and even three-by-one where you had a stacked alignment. So Jackson Smith and Jigbo was on the line of scrimmage. Behind him was Tyler Lockett. And then right behind him was one of the tight ends. So you're just presenting different ways that the defense just has to think about things. So just the more and more I watched that game specifically, the more I was thinking about, oh, well, if you have DJ Moore, let's say you had Marvin Harrison Jr., like I could see how you can put those guys – on the same side of the field and utilize and maximize their talents. Yeah. And obviously the Geno Smith part of this, I do think is relevant to Justin Fields. I mean, you know, you you don't want it to get to the point with Justin Fields where he's got to have a resurgence that late. Like it's happened with Geno Smith. Um, But you do like, okay, if you're going down that path, here's a coach that did do this with Geno Smith 
And if you're not going on that path with a young um, rookie quarterback, you know, I think you like what Shane Waldron could potentially do there as well um, with one of these rookies. So, hey, really good piece with Nick here on these plays. There's actually, you can click through them and watch these plays. We can't show them here on the YouTube show. So go check them out at allcsgo.com and you'll get more there. Uh, Nick, as you look at some of these other candidates besides Shane Waldron, who really stands out to you? Yeah, so I, I'm really on the fence about Greg Roman. I don't know if I like the possibility of what he can do, but also you met you were talking about Adam. Like, if the Bears were to go this route of getting a guy like Greg Roman, he's going to play to the strengths of Justin Fields and utilize his legs. And he had a an, an interview with the thirty third team, and he said you got to tap into your player's strengths. So I think he would do that with Justin Fields. It's just how much has he learned from being away from the game for this past season? And taking a, you know, just a, taking a, a tell, just met, zoomed out approach at the NFL that he can really show that he's learned how to adapt and be just a better passing game coordinator in a sense because that's where his faults lie. Because I think you're going to get a good rushing offense, but the Bears, like you were mentioning, Adam, they're good at that. And the reason why ultimately the Ravens and Greg Roman part of ways is that you know i'll just quote jameson hensley who covers the, the, the ravens for espn he said roman's downfall was the inability to put together a passing game to complement a record-setting run game and his questionable play calling in the red zone haven't you ever seen that <laughs> with with luke getsy and the spares offense for the past couple of seasons so i think you're gonna see a, an efficient justin fields but unless he really takes a, a that next step as a as a just a guy that can develop passing plays and at really complement the run game, then I don't know what's this, what's the ceiling of this Bears offense. Then? Like I just don't know if that's what the route that you want to go in today's NFL, where you do need to have a a lethal passing attack. We saw that from C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love, and you know what the Lions are doing uh, with with Ben Johnson. So I just don't know if that would be the route, but I could see why it would be intriguing if you want to keep Justin Fields and, you know, just maximize the athletic ability that not a lot of quarterbacks have. And, you know, Greg Roman has worked with a lot of guys that have that, that type of attribute, whether it's Colin Kaepernick, Alex Smith, even you back to his college days at Stanford, Andrew Luck was, he, he could do both, but obviously he can, you know, pass from the pocket. So, it's interesting, and when I tweeted out yesterday, what are your thoughts on Greg Roman? I swear I got every single response. You can imagine people that hate him, people that love him, and everything in between. So, all right, let's go big Nicholas Moriano. If the Bears are drafting Caleb Williams, or Drake May, whatever, they're moving on. Rookie quarterback. Who do you think of the candidates? Liam Cohn, uh, Greg Olson, Clint Kubiak, Shane Waldron, Greg Roman. Who do you think is the most friendly instantly to a, to a rookie to come in and pick up the system? Again, I'll go back to the first guy I mentioned, Shane Waldron. And what you saw from Geno Smith, what I think will translate with Cal- Caleb Williams' game right now, is the, the footwork and the timing of throws. You saw that from Geno Smith on out routes. It, it was on time, on point. And, like, even if, let's say, the Shane Waldron were to be here with Justin Fields, like, that would be something Fields would need to work on consistently to get to that level where Geno Smith was showing last season. But I think if you have a guy like Caleb Williams with Waldron, who has that experience of three seasons in Seattle being the OC, I think you're going to put him in the best position to succeed because I think the Bears are going to continue to add weapons, put a lot of just 
targets and, and weaponry for Caleb Williams to work with. So he'd be my my top choice. But you know, Clint Kubiak is a, is a second right now just because of what they were kind of what they were able to do in that 2021 season with Minnesota. Yes, you have one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, Justin Jefferson, but you you got a lot out of Adam Thielen as well. And one of the best games he had watching back, and I'll have an article on this uh, later today, in 2021, they went up against the Green Bay Packers, and it ended up being basically a shootout for um, the Vikings and Packers in that game. But the Packers were second in the NFL in all these different categories in terms, or number three in the NFL in points per game given up, pass defense, total defense, yards per play, and least amount of 20-yard plays. The Vikings put up 34 points on that Packers defense. And Cousins balled out, and you had Justin Jefferson contributing, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook had a bunch of yards on the ground. So there was a lot of good things I liked from Clint Kubiak in that really one season that he's had as the OC calling plays. He did have a brief stint actually last year, you guys, in 2022, midway through the season in Denver, where he the, the play calling was relinquished to him. Oh, Nick. Like Nick just froze. That's, that's too bad. You know, that's Nick what happened. Nick was on fire. Yeah, but you know, when you start bringing up the 2022 Denver Broncos and what happened under Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, that things break. You, that things like that happen. I mean, you just freeze. You freeze like Nathaniel Hackett did Week One against the Seattle Seahawks I, I, when he was facing Shane Waldron. You know, he just yep. 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 That's the but to be. I'm glad Nick was just about to bring that up though because that is something we do have to discuss. If we're going to talk about Clint Kubiak. I don't necessarily blame him for anything that happened in 2022. That was a pretty much a ridiculous disaster mm-hmm. under, I think, that that coaching staff. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, again, I, I bring this up all the time. I have never, other than maybe Jim Tom Sula in San Francisco, I'm not sure I've ever seen midway through the first game he's ever coaching, and you're already having that, uh-oh, I don't know that this guy can do this that type Pat, of thing. Pat Tomasulo's brother? Yes. It, it 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 was instant. I mean, it was bad. It was that bad right away. Now, do you hold that against Clint Kubiak, who was the passing game coordinator and Russell Wilson's quarterbacks coach? I don't know. With all the stuff that's come out of Denver, what we learned that se- from that season, I don't know that that's fair. And then he does go off to San Francisco, and he's now under Kyle Shanahan, so maybe he gets a pass for that. But it is part of the uh, part of the storyline, that's for sure. Well, yes, and but. You get a big stamp of approval when Kyle says, like, yes, yes, I will take you on my staff because I consider you a bright young mind who can augment what we're doing here. That's this is a decent praise right there. And as Nick was trying to say there before, um, apparently his power went out in the apartment. Oh, power out. Wow. Some issues. Wow. Uh, Kevin Warren should be, if he's listening, you know, Arlington Heights, power issues. Exactly. Or, Sorry, guys. <laughs> the apartment literally just lost power. Or if you want to go full conspiracy theory, Kevin Warren's watching this show, really likes Clint Kubiak, knew Nick was about to bring up what happened in 2022 and zapped the power so that it couldn't come across. Now, I think the show. important thing to lean into is that Nick lives in Arlington Heights. Arlington Heights sucks. <laughs> keep the, keep the bears in the city. Luke Stuckmeyer in the background saying, hey, yeah, yeah well, telling me to keep Arlington Heights out of my mouth. I'll I'll keep it in my mouth. Thank you very much. And uh, that suburb is is yeah, is, is bunk, exactly. And the Bears shouldn't go there, nor should they go to Richton Park or anywhere else. C I C H I. Thank you very much. C A G O. 
Congrats uh, on spelling the city. I really struggled there. That was, that was took you fifty years to spell Chicago. Yeah, that was rough. And I said <laughs> some other things there that was probably not the best thing that I've ever said. But at any rate, you suck, Arlington Heights. Is the point. <laughs> Easy, man. Don't take it out on the fine people I, at Arlington Heights. No, no, no. We got There's it. a lot of them there that don't want them either. Yeah, look, I'm not talking about the people Downtown there. Arlington Heights is a very nice place. Yeah. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Oh, You've never that, been. That little, I, so I guess shop? I have. What's yes, the I have. I played, shop called? I played softball at Milas Park for years. That's not hanging out in downtowns. We went to, we would go to downtown Arlington Heights for, for drinks afterwards. That counts. Here come, I mean, listen, Luke Stuckmeyer did everything he could for that town. But, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, here, here. No, you can sit here. I, I'm, I'm getting out of the way. Let's, let, let's go. sit down, Luke. <laughs> yes, go ahead. The village of good neighbors yeah. doesn't need your positivity or negativity. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. If you want to make fun of Elk Grove, go ahead. Don't, don't you? You want the Bears at Chicago, Luke. I know you do. I don't care as long as my taxes don't go up. There, well, no, there you go. Your taxes are going to go up. and I are going to have words <laughs> Uh, Cubs show coming up at one thirty. By the way, now we brought in Elk Grove to this. You know, village of <laughs> the town of Elk Grove. What do they call it? Elk Grove Village. Those commercials. I don't know. Hey, uh, I love all suburbs here. Here, here comes here comes the <laughs> Chicago media. Hog the leader now. I love everyone. Everything's no, 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 no. I don't think. I mean, listen. I'll get on board if I have to get on board. But, I, but until I have to get on board, I'm not getting on board. How's that? Eh, Crystal Lake's a little questionable. By the way, speaking of uh, CHO Cubs uh, at 1:30, uh, they have an interview with Mike Talkman that they got to get. Mike Talkman's coming out at 1:30. Well, they 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 did a Cubs convention. We'll be playing. Oh that wow. Tonight. Okay, very cool. Mike Talkman. Talk to me. There we go. Let's do it. Have the Cubs uh, signed anyone yet? Shota. Oh, yeah, Shota, right. I like that. Dude well, seems like I, he's an entertaining fellow. I mean, the alternatives to sign the guys the White Sox have signed. Quick. Uh, Who are those guys? Yeah. They're all former Royals. Quick note about Greg Roman. Here's my one question with him, and maybe this is just me, but if you, if you look on screen, in 2020, his goatee was a little salt and peppery white. Oh, but he in 2022 has gone the I don't know maybe Guy Fieri route. I don't know. He's definitely dying his goatee, and that that concerns me. Is that is that a problem? Well, for let you me tell know? you, as somebody who uh, fights this battle every day, and I've just given in, and as you can see, gray everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I do mean everywhere. Um, I mean, <laughs> God, that's it's like, that day, buddy. We're in the off season. I'm here to I'm here to entertain myself, if nothing else. Uh, and there's a lot going on. I get it, but the point is that that is a lot. Of, that's a huge commitment by Roman. Not easy to do that all the time. He's got that's a lot of maintenance. So yeah. so attention to detail, Roman. He should get he should get at least a couple points for that. It's a or lot. or we need to look into the exact time you know when he started time uh, dyeing that beard and how much did that take away of his game planning for Lamar Jackson? Eh, that's that's also fair. He might be spending too much time on the beard. Fu Manchu, maybe, maybe, maybe we got to cross him, cross him off is, the list. That is a goatee. That is not a Fu Manchu. Whatever. Same I mean, thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not the a same. Fu Manchu's not even close to what that is. What's it? What's Isn't it? that the one that comes like? Oh, yeah. It's, you know. Goatee, Fu Manchu, facial hair, Roman bears. He's not the. If please, you, please don't talk about your gray hairs yeah. ever again. Okay, let me ask you this: If you had to bet right now, Hogue, as I get the show back on track. That I oh, you're have, getting it back. That I might have taken it off track. If you had to bet right now when and who 
do the Bears hire? Uh, well, I'm gonna have to give you two answers because if it's Waldron, I don't know. Maybe by the end of the week. You think it's that soon? I mean, okay. why wouldn't it be if that's the direction you're gonna go? Yeah. Um. Obviously, if you want Clint Kubiak, you got to wait till the, their season's over. And that right. could be a month. Well, here comes Green Bay. You know? Yeah. No, okay. Okay, so, you, so basically you're saying if it drags out, you're, 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 you would be putting heavy money on Clint Kubiak. And if you hear something this week, you're betting on Shane Waldron. I heard that right? Well, right. I mean, if you get an announcement this week, it's not Clint Kubiak. Right, I got it. You know, so. so but if it starts dragging out, you could almost yeah. make, you could, you could make a yeah. realistic argument that Kubiak is the favorite. The Duke $20 here saying, I honestly just don't care anymore. Take Caleb, take the picks, take, uh, pick <laughs> who, who you want an OC, but whatever Pulse does, get it right. I'm done being patient, win the division 2024, or I'm lighting a bag of poop on his porch. On fire, going the old Mighty Ducks route. It's a legitimate threat by the Duke that I'm sure he doesn't fully mean, but hey, the Duke is the Duke is speaking for many. Impatience is a part of the fandom right now, okay. but it's 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 better. It sounded like the Duke was turning on Justin Fields a little bit, is what I heard. Which was a hoax. Yeah, just win, baby. He, he did a little bit of Raiders there, the Duke. Last week, it was want Justin Fields no matter what. Now, Slim Tony turned on him. No. I mean, did Slim you? Slim Tony, wow, $2. Justin is Terrell Pryor 2.0. Whoa, that is. Whoa. I don't whoa. like that. Didn't Terrell Pryor get moved to receiver? Yeah. Listen, Caleb Williams, did he? Did that Instagram post do anything for you? It was a very well-written Instagram post. What I thought was perhaps more relevant was how Ian Rappaport phrased his tweet. That he's willing when to he go anywhere? The news. Yeah. That he was like, and he's willing to attack, hit the ground running wherever he's, what was the exact wording? Wherever he's drafted? That seemed important. Yeah. I mean, I just loved when he went with there. I still have a lot to learn. I'm ready to do whatever it takes. As a kid, I said, this is what I was going to do for the rest of my life, but I didn't work this hard just to reach this point. I will continue my journey to make the little kid proud of the man I will be for many years to come. I'm excited for the future, and I'm officially declaring for the NFL draft. If we all live to make our little kid proud as we get into some better help uh, little categories here, that is a, that, that is an, that is a dude... You don't write that without some understanding of, of human beings, which is impressive. Unless the little kid said, I want to play for Washington no matter what, because that's where I grew up. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that maybe that's what the little kid said. No, that's not what the little kid said. The little kid wants to play football. The little kid doesn't care where it is. The little kid is super excited to have fun on the football field, and, to, and he, the little kid wants to believe that he can do it, and the big kid is taking, telling the little kid, yes, you can. I'm going to work, and we're going to do this together, buddy. You're coming with. And by the way, the little kid also is reading your article and saying, I was like, going to say, if anybody read my newsletter this morning, they know I'm... Right. Well, the little kid's reading your article be like, that sounds like a fun place to play. Chicago. Home of the greatest athlete to ever play any sport. Greatest sports fans, despite what some of the media are trying to do to those sports fans this week. This is where he belongs here, man. This is it. It's lining up. 
what I liked most about what he announced on Instagram mm-hmm. was him channeling the Mamba mentality and Kobe Bryant. I love that mentality too. I mean, with a little video of Kobe in there. I mean, anyone who's trying to say that it, it can it can be true that he has interests outside of football, but also care deeply about football and winning. And I don't mean to invoke a guy you don't like, but LeBron James comes to oh, mind. Oh, dude, he's in my head. LeBron James. And you know who knows LeBron James very well? His, Kevin Warren. Yeah. Hey, and so if there's if there's somebody inside this franchise that would embrace um, and actually do a good job and perhaps networking, putting Caleb Williams in a sense of comfort of, hey, this is a place where you can succeed both on and off the field. We're going to give you all those avenues in this big market with this international fan base that we clearly see here on our show every single day. We much appreciate all the support, you know, everywhere you guys are watching from New Zealand to India to the United Kingdom. Sweden. Sweden. Brazil. Brazil. Israel. Israel. You know, the world. The world. But seriously. Yeah, I know. You don't go to the Los Angeles Chargers. Not that that's an option. I'm just giving an example. And get the same type of international opportunity. Man. I don't know why I just broke into, like, uh, the the dude from the Big Lebowski, but I did. Yeah, and man... Listen, they don't have, they don't have, at least not yet, they don't have WSHO in Washington. They have, we have CHGO in Chicago. You want to be talked about on this show daily. You want to meet Adam Hogue. You want to hang with the guy who couldn't make it here because he lost a crown. Uh, you, you want, you want to meet Gregory P. Allen Bragg. There's only one of him. So look, you want to be a bear. You want to play on the, you want to play in the greatest city on the lake. definitely don't have a Gregory Allen. P. Allen Braggs in every market. Well, they probably do, actually. No, they don't. Actually, Braggs probably does exist in every market. He's a one of one. Come on. There's something he does that's unique. I haven't completely figured it out yet, but. How many, if if Braggs was a Buffalo Bills fan, how many tables would he have crushed by now at this point in his life? 600? 600. I don't want to hate on fans, but. Can you stop doing that? You lit a table on fire yesterday. and They you do cl- that every week. I I get it. But, like, okay, I don't watch it every week, so I watched it yesterday. You climbed up to the top of a snow pile. You lit a table on fire, and six of you fell off drunk in, in one-degree weather to it, yeah. video. How does that happen? <laughs> Where does that come from? Have you, you, met, to- have you met Braggs? <laughs> I mean, am I just, like, the killer of fun to not understand that that's fun? Is that, how is that fun? I I don't get. I it. want to fall into Look, a puddle of be, fire. It can be fun and stupid at the same time. It looked painful. It does look painful. <laughs> Could you imagine if you had to go to the ER instead of the game after doing that before the game? What happened? I broke my leg. How did you do that? I jumped off a snow pile onto a table with six of my best friends who I've never met before, but we all got drunk before the Bills game, and now I'm in the hospital. What? How many teeth would Bragg's break doing that? (laughs) Couldn't go to the game. Good question. He's got to go to the dentist. I mean... It's true. I do like their songs over there. What's that thing? Dun, dun, buffalo. Dun. I mean, I, I, I mean, I would go to. I, I, I'd enjoy going to a Bills game. Yeah. 
Hey, do you know that it's uh, uh, getting easier? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't. Hang on a second. <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm going to tell you. It's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. You know, in this uh, really cold weather, you can always, not that you can't, I mean, the, the, the Teslas are obviously obvious, but some of these other ones, these electric vehicles out there are not as obvious. Yeah. But you, you all the exhaust coming out in negative nine degrees yep. is obvious, but... You know, you get these electric vehicles, and you can instantly be like, "That's an electric vehicle." Yeah, and you it's, notice that, I, I, right? And it's also it's a ton of less ma- uh, maintenance. And Hogue, you're right. The electric grid, by the way, is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, Comet can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So, what should business owners do? You know what to do. But let me tell you again, go to comed.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. They're trying to save you money as you make the world a better place. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for businesses, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Did you say comed.com slash clean? You know I did. Go now. And see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. I would like to personally also apologize uh, to Midtown Athletic Club uh, for my loss last night on the tennis court. You're apologizing to Midtown? Well, Sam has been working with me. He's been getting me to the next oh, level. Oh, you let your coach down. I let I let Coach Sam down, man. Wow, that's ridiculous. And Coach Sam, yeah. you can find him at the Bannockburn location on the North Shore. There's this. There's other Coach Sams at the Palatine in Northwest Suburbs, Willowbrook in the Southwest Suburbs, or of course, there's like 12 Sams at the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. I shouldn't say that about Sam. There's only one Sam, but you should get, I hit up Coach Sam? Because I got you a, should. I got a I got a lesson I got I got to use. You should hit up Coach Sam. Yeah, he's awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I don't. I mean, there's I, a lot. I don't think I need a lesson. You know, I think I could take you on without a lesson. Okay, uh, you need a lesson. You need many <laughs> lessons, and and uh, you should take advantage of that perk that you have there, and then you should buy some more. Um, look, Midtown. Well, you get that. I just want to put, when you go sign up at Midtown, you get um, two hours worth of activities that you can use, which is awesome. So, so that's why I still got to. I still got to use mine up. Yeah, and by the way. You can uh, spend eight hours in their steam, in their sauna, having lunch. It's it's truly. I wouldn't the, recommend eight hours in the sauna. It's it's a country club with every, with all the uh, juju that you need: group exercise, cross training, spin, boxing, my yoga. apex class. Yes, Coke's apex class, indoor pools, outdoor pools, hot tubs. Just 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 come on. Let's let's be friends and let's hang out and let's head over to midtown.com midtown.com forward slash chgo find out more tour the midtown athletic club nearest you again though that's midtown.com slash chgo midtown.com slash chgo and you go there Yo. that's uh and you get the, that hooks us up yes all right um let's get to some supers to get to uh, take us home here. Uh, first one from Total Malarkey was, I believe, when we were talking about Braggs and his potential uh, lisp with the tooth missing. So oh. I think you have to read it that way. How about that, Jordan Love? Y- y- the only problem with that 
super chat total is that it needs to be about 1,400 more words. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd be in the spirit of Gregory P. Allen. Yeah. Isaac Siegel, $5. Cap and Jay Hood played a clip of Braggs and Baldy today and shouted out CHGO today. Moving on up. Wow, that's awesome that they did that. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I wonder what, now I'm trying to think of what it would have been. I think it was the the one about uh, Baldy working with Caleb when he was 17, uh, maybe. I feel like Braggs just reposted that, sort of brought that, that back to life. There was a, yeah, there's a video going around last night of them watching film together when he was 17 years old. Yeah, I was very annoyed by that video because the audio was off. And I was okay. like, come on, QB Collective, what are you doing? We, we've got Baldy tomorrow, and we can have Baldy lean into Caleb one more time or another time. Probably we'll be doing this a lot before April 25th. Yeah, we do have Baldy on tomorrow's show right off the top at noon. $5 here from Parker. What is your guy's dream offseason with everything? Oof. Wow. Oof. That's a tough one right there, Parker, because there's so many options. Question. I'd like yeah. a vacation. I like the I like a concept of Caleb and Marvin both coming here. That oh, would, if that would, yeah, that's a pretty good dream scenario. I mean, you're gonna have to pay up to do that, but if you're talking about winning the off season, that would be that would do something. I mean, that is a dream. I could live with Roma Dunze though. Sure. At number that, nine. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you you know MHJ. You know, come on. Yeah, but you have to pay for that. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. A lot of oh, future assets. Now we're giving up draft capital like it's free money again, like the last GM. I well, you know. one, of the, one of the notes that uh, I came across today, Hoger, along those lines, which I thought was interesting as I pull it up here, over the last 25 drafts, all right, it's a significant sample size, the first non-quarterbacks taken, yeah. all right, 25 drafts, the first non-quarterbacks. So the best player off the board that wasn't a quarterback that was, you know, deemed that. Oh, I remember doing this last year before the draft. 66 Pro Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that player, you know, you're taking a big swing, big guess, big hope on the QB. Yeah. But the next guy that goes you, that's not a QB, you pretty much know. Yeah, I did this. I remember doing this for the draft last year. I didn't go 25 years back, but I pretty much like I think I looked at like the last 10 drafts or something. And like nine of the 10 guys were like all pros. Like whoever the first non QB is, is almost always a hit. It's like the most sure thing you can get in a thing that's definitely not a sure science. Right. Which is why, and by the way, the Cardinals last year trading up for Will Anderson is not on that list yet, but he's going to be. So I don't know if it is it worth it for the Bears to pay a bunch to trade up to take that guy in Marvin Harrison Jr. Maybe it is right. So yeah. you're saying get the best of both worlds. You can draft your quarterback, but also get that. This this is the Houston Texans example. They got their quarterback, and then they still managed to get the top non QB. I mean, which the, is like the almost guaranteeing yourself a victory. And then, as it turns out, oh by the way, the quarterback they landed might be amazing forever well i mean i think the dream scenario is there is you trade justin you get better value than a lot of people think you're gonna Mel get kuiper said the falcon you, well, you get you right you get you get mel you get mel kuiper value for him okay so let me say it like that then and you take that you take the justin pick and your nine and you go up and you get marvin that's like free money 
That feels free if to me. Ryan Poles comes out of the draft with Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't even that guy over there will be <laughs> totally on board. I don't care who you are, the biggest Justin Fields fan that Justin Fields' dad will be ecstatic with that. I get it. <laughs> Hey, my son's gonna ball out in Atlanta. Screw you, Chicago. But that, I get what you're doing. That how that, about Belichick and Justin in Atlanta? You like that? I do like that. I think that would be. I think that would be whoever Bill would bring I in. I Justin would like that. I don't know. Bill, I'll right? Hire Matt Patricia as his OC. Oh, uh, that's a problem. And then uh, they'll be cooking. Can you imagine what Belichick is doing? By the way, that was a cool thing that Hoga retweeted about Belichick that I did not know. People who have been reaching out for jobs over the years to try to work for the Patriots, they get a they get a beautiful letter from Bill Belichick that he signs and, enc- and he's encouraging them to continue to pursue their dreams to get into the NFL. That was super cool by Big Bell. Yeah, well, let's give... Uh, yeah, that was our guy Zach Stevens. That was Zach DNVR. Stevens. Oh, that was... DMVR Zach Stevens, his actual letter. That how cool is that? That was on Sports Center today from Zach. That's amazing. Yeah. So Zach, who works out at DMVR, covers the Broncos, um shared last week that he would write these letters to NFL teams when he was coming out of school, and some would respond, some wouldn't. But Bill Belichick had an actual letter um that he wrote to back to him now it might be a standard letter that maybe they send out and he just signs who knows but it's still cool that he did that well, um, if you go into his comments too there was a somebody else responded with one that belichick sent too it was okay. super yeah i i mean i i've tried to plant a hard flag in the ground saying that look that brady was more, way more important than bill and, and all these things that I, I haven't i haven't been the most positive bill belichick guy just for his the boring demeanor that he brings to the table, which irks me, but this is freaking cool. Yeah. So. Um, and, you know, whoever, whoever Bill goes, you're going to feel like you're, I mean, you just got a home run that Bill Belichick just became your head coach. I mean, I'd have that framed in my office. Right? Sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, but it just once again goes to prove that the, the world's greatest football minds were born on April 16th. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, what else we got for supers? The Duke, $20. Shower Thought this morning. Ooh, you like Shower Thoughts. You I should lo- read this one. I do love a good Shower Thought. Hope you were singing in there, Duke, or just, you know, doing other things. If the Bears decide they like Drake Bay. <laughs> That's two today. I think it's like four. You're- I'm, on a fl- I'm flowing. The, the, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> if the Bears decide they like Drake Bay, the Bears will have given us two Ryans, two Mats, Two North Carolina QBs who wear number 10. Coincidence or proof of extraterrestrials? You decide. Look, at that is a great shower thought by the Duke. Can you imagine the Duke? Is he trying to say the McCaskies are extraterrestrials? I don't know, but I just imagine the Duke in the shower just sitting there with a, with a good, solid, warm flow, you know, rising him up on a bitter, cold day, and then all of a sudden he's having brilliant thoughts. That's how the Duke lives his life. 
So he got all the money that the Duke's been rolling around in. That shower's probably huge and has five different oh, it's a, it's sources a, of water coming out. Guaranteed rain shower with yeah. all the extremities. <sighs> You're unbelievable. What's next? Martin, $10. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read this one. If Polls had the confidence to double down on the flus despite his struggles the last two seasons, why wouldn't he have the same mindset with Justin Fields? Polls did talk about the importance of continuity. Um, be, the, because, because dude, different positions it's, and it's it's because of caleb that's why martin i think yeah Although but it's a fair point like hey man really this dude's the best guy out there is in flus but i kind of knew he's a good good call um one thing is that he hired flus and he did not draft justin and that cannot be said enough richie santiago yo nick class of 91 we bulldogs Bear down. Class of 91. Oh, so he was the class of 91. He, yeah, Nick Rick, was. Richie's I, over. I got Richie, it. Richie, I thought they were Richie saying they were dad. Guy. Nick wasn't even close to being born at 91. That's nauseating. <laughs> John, 939, $2. I'll drive the Duke in a getaway car. In regards to the Mighty Ducks thing. Oh, good good callback. Love it. Uh, keys, $2. Contra. Contradiction is kicking you all asses. Trust polls. Who's contradicting where? I think he's talking about the chat. There was oh. an earlier one. Uh, or, I mean, our, our headline yesterday was trust polls. I don't know. Well, it was do you trust polls? Yeah. But on the on the picture, it was trust polls question mark. So Yeah. Uh, Zeth Hicks, $20. Do you think there's a certain number of plays, games that Justin would have needed to change in order to solidify his place as QB1, or was he not even close? Ten plays, three game-ending drives, how much needed to change? I Look, I, uh, that's a t- yes. I think that, you know, there's many examples of games where he could have... Look, at the bottom line is his fourth-quarter stats are not good. They're, they're, just, they're just not. It's just the reality of the, the situation. But a lot of that is due to his deficiencies in getting rid of the ball fast enough. You want to hear and my throwing with anticipation, which is not necessarily going to change. You want to hear my dumbest take of the 2024 year, but might be brilliant at the same time. I was going to say the Derek Carr thing that was technically 2023. You apologize to me for that. You should not go back on your word. <laughs> <laughs> the if he had played big against the Packers and they had won that football game, I think it's a different conversation. Literally, it could have just been that one. If he had, if he had had his best game as a bear against Green Bay, I think we're having a completely different conversation today. Uh, Maybe we're not. That's why I said it. I think know. it makes it harder. That's why we talked about leading into that game. I think I, I certainly think not playing well in that game and Jordan Love playing extremely well and Jordan Love continuing to play well in the playoffs is not helping. Yeah, I mean. Too many games where the Bears didn't score a touchdown, but yeah. and I know it's not all on him. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I, I do think to your to your questions, uh, if he had rocked the Packer game, uh, the off the offseason might be a whole lot different right now. Scotty B, 
$20. Rex Grossman, Mitch Trubisky, Justin Fields, all talented, never developed pattern for the last 20-plus years of first-round QBs. I think we need to stop talking about who is QB and more at who is developing 13 OCs in 26 years. Is that good? Scotty, I addressed this in my newsletter this morning. I think there's way more evidence that they're just drafting the wrong QBs. Do you really believe Mitch Trubisky and Rex Grossman would have been any different anywhere else? Because that's the argument you're saying. Because Mitch Trubisky, by the way, has been worse since he left the Bears. Worse. There were a lot of people in this town, David Kaplan, who thought that Mitch Trubisky was going to go off and just light it up. That would be incorrect. Thank you, by the way, for playing our sound today. I'm not saying they've done a good job of developing these guys. I don't think they have, but I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is they've drafted the wrong quarterbacks. And I think there's a very good chance that Caleb Williams could be the right quarterback. If he isn't, I mean, he's like, that means everyone's wrong. Pretty (laughs) much. I mean, pretty much. I mean, literally, you can't. You have a hard time finding someone who's like, take Drake May. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That, that take is, that, it, that's a needle in a haystack. So everyone's Even wrong? the guys that say that are like, Caleb's going to be good too. Like Nate Tice has, has Drake May ahead of Caleb Williams. But he, every time he says that, he's like, but Caleb Williams is going to be really good too. He just right. really likes Drake May. Right. I, I, think I haven't heard one person come out and be like, avoid him with, at all costs. This is a mistake. Right. Right. Whereas last year with Bryce Young, it was like, yeah, he's not even 5'11", and he's 190 uh, pounds soaking wet. I'm getting texts from from my guy Will, and he's like, well, tell me what's different about him than Justin. I mean, it just seems to me that they're the same guy. Not even close. Listen to Hogue tap. Yeah, and and become a diehard if you want to read Hogue's content. Yeah. Newsletter out this morning. Scotty B, uh, name one OC that has gone on to do anything after the Bears. $5. Well, Adam Gase, when I was the head coach of the Jets, that went well. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying that they've had the best coaching, but that's not the question that was asked. Do you believe that Rex Grossman would have been a good quarterback if he had been drafted somewhere else? If Mitch Trubisky had been drafted by the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan... Do you think that he's Brock Purdy? Or do you think he's Trey Lance? (laughs) They're both problems. I'm acknowledging that the Bears have not been the best environment for any offensive players, quite frankly, to have an immense amount of success. But y'all are burying your heads in the sand if you think it's not a scouting problem, that they didn't just pick the wrong quarterback. And by the way, Justin Fields is the best example, if you're going down that route, of could just I believe Justin Fields could be in a better position he's in right now had he been in a better spot as a rookie and not been drafted into that situation. I do not think Justin Fields would be an all-pro quarterback, though. And the reality is, unfortunately, you can't get in a time machine and change the damage that was done. So Justin Fields, but I put this in my newsletter this morning, too. Is Justin Fields going to become an all-pro if he goes down to Atlanta or somewhere else? I think Justin Fields will continue to be a solid starting quarterback who is very fun to watch. 
which is what he already is here. I think he will continue to be that wherever he ends up. And that could be an upgrade in a lot of places, including Atlanta, including New England, including, you know, the Raiders. There's a lot of different places where he would be an upgrade. But the difference is the Bears have access to something none of those teams do, and that's Caleb Williams. And I don't understand how this doesn't make sense to people. Well, I think it makes sense. I just think that they have an emotional attachment to Justin, which I get. Which is, he, I get it too. He's because he's a, he's adorable. But that's not what we're arguing. Yeah, we're, we're we're trying to go into a time machine and making arguments that that Mitch Trubisky would have been better elsewhere. Like no, right? Mitch well, is. I love the one. If Mitch Trubisky goes to the Chiefs, would he be better? We saw that. Matt Nagy was his coach here. Yeah, we also see Nagy making the Chiefs worse, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, come but, on, guys. But not completely ruining Patrick Mahomes either. So, uh, Andrew Meyer, $5. CHO has its franchise super chatter in the Duke. Now it's time to get the franchise QB. If you still have to think of Justin as your guy, he isn't. If you still have to think if Justin is your guy, he isn't. Um, I mean, he's right about the Duke. He is our franchise super chatter, and we are signing the Duke to a 10-year. I think he'd be signing us, let's be honest. Right. Well, whatever. But long-term deal for a lot of money. Caden Turner, $2. Do we know when Waldron or Kubiak's interviews are? They've only met with Roman that we know, correct? Or do I have that wrong? I thought... uh, Give me a second, Caden. Hang on. I'll try to get your uh, answer. I'll I'll keep on moving through, Caden. Appreciate it. Doug Van Dorn is here today. $5. Don't you think you can't take anything Paul says about the QB as proof of anything as long as he has to hold his poker hand close to his chest? Yes, Doug. I absolutely agree with you there. You can't. Ryan Pulse has got to play the best poker of his life right now to get the maximum value. But I would also say that, like, even if he plays that great poker, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a ton more for Justin and or the number one pick. I think people are going to establish their values, but he does have to do that. Yeah. By the way, I just want to make sure I have this right. No, the Bears have already done five OC interviews. Oh. They've already right. interviewed Walton. They already league. interviewed Kubiak. They already interviewed Greg Olson. They already interviewed Liam Cohen. And they already interviewed now Greg Rowan. Groman. Roman? Groman. Groman? Yeah. There you go. Doug Van Dorn. Five- Wait, did you already do that one? Yep. I, did. Well, I was looking that up. Sorry. Next one. Keep going. I'm going to get that last one. Alexandri Faripas. $5. I don't think his name is Faripas. I said Faripas. For Faripas? Alexander, next time you say anything to us, let us know. Thank you, boys, for an awesome season. Coverage excited for the offseason. P.S. The producers are fantastic. Yeah. Great effing job by them. Law. You're awesome. Thanks, Thank Alexandra. you, from Portugal. That's yeah. that's that that's that's good looking out sure there. Sure, that's not your burner account. Uh, no, Faripas. Okay. I've seen him. He's got a. He's definitely a diehard. He rules. All right, uh, we got a super chat from Peter A. Or we can go to the other guy. Whatever you want to do. Let's go uh, to Peter. Let's a. see what Peter A. If maybe he might have said something. I don't know. Let me check. Hold on. Good job, Carm. 
Well, he's in there. I mean, it would give me a way to get away from... Okay, so let's go with... He's got a bunch of chats here, here today. Let's go with this one. Okay. Peter A., for those that say QB1 has the tools, you are right. However, you need to be able to use the tools. I have a ton of tools in my garage, but it doesn't make me a mechanic or a carpenter. That's a good point. It's an excellent point, and I relate to that, Peter A. I have no idea how to do anything. It's <laughs> I have a tennis racket. I'm not a tennis player. Yeah. Look, but, but Justin knows how to use his tools. He just could use them a little bit better, and he's and to Hogue's. I agree with Hogue. Uh, he, Justin's not going to go anywhere and stink. He's going to go. He's going to go and, and be exactly what he's been, uh, and he'll get better over time too. So you know, there's going to be moments where he's going to be highly successful, and it's going to feel a little bit wonky that he's doing that. I think that's a pretty much a guarantee. Total malarkey, five dollars. It was a Cowboys joke, y'all. How about them Cowboys? Jordan Love. Yeah. Okay. Bragg's in the stands. We've heard of this guy. Um, he I boycott this chat. He can type even when he doesn't have a tooth. Five dollars. <laughs> Super chat. I shared your Bajent take on Twitter because you want to be funny on the timeline, Carm. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Okay. He uses that stupid line about revenge, cold yeah. things. Just By the way, be careful with cold foods today if you're getting your tooth fixed. Might be some sensitivity just, there. What you need to do is own your softness. And just <laughs> not try to, you know, do the revenge Twitter act. But yeah. that's what somebody who would take off a day for a tooth would do. I get it. No problem. Yeah. I mean, look at that face. It's ridiculous. I mean, you can is barely see that it's missing. Is he back tomorrow? If he had done a whole show last night without mentioning what had happened, do you think anyone would have noticed that his tooth was gone? He's. I don't uh, think so. Uh, I don't know if he's back tomorrow. Ask him. I don't know how, how many. He says his tooth is fixed, but I don't know. Does he need a day of recovery from the big surgery? I mean, we might we might have to send a massage therapist out there to get him in the proper mode to be able to come back here. <laughs> I don't know what that's to do with the tooth, but okay. Well, everything must hurt. I mean, he's probably feeling pain everywhere. Yeah. It's been a tough day for Gregory. All right, final word today goes uh, Tillavon. Tillavon. Didn't some of these same experts that screaming about Caleb Williams rank Mitch higher than Mahomes? Uh, but that was that's different because it this is. is more consensus. Well, it's also different because I'll raise my own hand on this one. But I had a late first-round grade on Mitch. I didn't have a slam-dunk number one overall grade on Mitch. It's, yeah. it's it's not even the, close to the to the same thing, um, and that's why there was hesitation over what the Bears did to get Mitch, um, by trading up and taking him the way they did. But you know, it's gonna be a long four months of stuff like that. That's fine. Did you, I love this? Everyone telling Greg to feel better. Let him know your true feelings. Tell him how much you just miss him. Thank you, Robert. At least someone cares from Greg in the chat. Oh. We, we turned the guy into a sympathetic figure. <laughs> that's, that's a bad job by me and you. Mainly probably me. Oh. All right. I, that's on you. I'm going to let you handle Bragg's. Uh, I welcome Greg coming back tomorrow. 
I welcome him too. I missed him. Yeah. I, uh, I hope he's I hope he's strong enough to be able to handle to come in. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, last word on that too. Everyone makes mistakes when it comes to all draft picks. Like no one bats one hundred. That's not how this works. No one claims to. Um, I've certainly been wrong about plenty of quarterbacks. I've been right about plenty of quarterbacks. Um, and there's certainly a chance that Caleb Williams doesn't work out. No one's going to sit here and say that it's 100% certain. It's about which option, door number one or door number two, when you factor in everything that goes into it, is better. And for the one millionth time, I don't even think anybody here is out on Justin Fields. No one has said that. Door number two has plenty of uh, reason for optimism with what you would get for the number one pick. And... um, also, I'm certainly not going to sit here and repeat that little diatribe every single day. Maybe once a week, though. Yeah, once a week's good. Maybe yeah. once a week. So look, that's this week's. Yeah. Look, uh, trust in polls and logical guess as to what he's going to do. Yeah. And it just seems like we're just in a, we're on a nice cruising boat towards drafting a quarterback you gotta keep like. you gotta keep swinging at the most important position in sports especially when you have the picture this as that hanging breaking ball being left right over the plate there's still no guarantee you know you might fall it off still but you certainly have a better chance of hitting that one out of the ballpark than uh the old school chris sale slider down and away how about that for an analogy? I, I like it, and and even better than that, like if you were a single girl walking into a bar and and Greg Braggs was single, would you go up to him or would you go shoot a lot higher for the stud in the corner? You wouldn't stop at Braggs. You'd you'd go you'd go for the you'd go for the big dog. That's how I see it. No comment. I think Martin Ochoa deserves the last word. That's a good, that's a good statement. I, th- I agree with us very much. He says, take out the emotions from the Fields versus Williams debate. We can all agree Chicago is in a good spot regardless of what happens. That's yep. Yes, we agree, Martin. Yep. All right. Um, good show today. Go sign up. Be a diehard. Uh, hang out with us there in the Discord. Um, even when Braggs can't do a show, he'll still be in the Discord. The, you can count on that. The best way you can support us is by... Use you know, supporting our advertisers and becoming a diehard as we try to grow this thing. So, it helps us a ton if you can do any of the above. So thank you. Allcsgo.com/slash/diehard. We will be back tomorrow. Baldy joins us at noon. Greg Bragg should also be back. We assume, um, you know, but you never know where his what his status is. Maybe he's a game time decision. Probably talked about him too much today. Nah, I don't know. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. See ya. Y'all silly like the mayor.